Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Stare Down. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast. Coming to you a day late and a little bit late at night because I'm out in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Sean Carpenter in Walla Walla, Washington. That's right, the original WWW. Uh, joined by Bill Risser down in St. Pete, DTSP. Todd Meininger up in the ATL, coming Georgia. And Anthony Malafronte in the TPA. What's up, boys? Bill, how are you? Anthony's in Champa Bay. That's what you meant to say. Come on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, things are good. Things are, uh, uh, you know, it's been it's been interesting to watch uh, t- two friends' children um, make these choices and and, and do do uh, something a little bit off the beaten path. You know that for all of the rest of us, and that's uh, Todd's son and and Molly's son. Both have taken a one one's in the army, one's going into the Marines, and so that's very interesting. So that's that was a uh, that was very interesting this weekend. Uh, golf was not very interesting this weekend, uh, but that's golf. So uh, yeah, what else? That's about it, really, for me. Um, I'm I'm just uh, oh, I'm putting in a lot of steps. I did walk forty thousand steps on Saturday. I'll never do that again. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Twenty. It was like forty three thousand steps, about twenty three and a half miles. So, yeah, not 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 recommending that to anybody that's listening. That's when you look back. You should have just gone the extra twenty six point two, right? Should have gone the extra uh, like two point four to say you walked the marathon. I'll save that for my real marathon that I do walk in seven hours. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Impressive. How about you, Todd? I know you had a big big uh, last couple of days. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you boys can see um, I'm wearing my army hat. Uh, yeah. My son went in yesterday and he's going to landing in Oklahoma City as we speak and going to Fort Sill, Oklahoma tonight. Um, so he got in, got it, went in, I should say. Um, so Friday we golfed, um, had a great kind of last hurrah uh, golf outing, which was fantastic. I sh- think I shot a 178 if I kept score. <laughs> Um, but I was super impressed with his chipping and putting. Um, he, he kind of downplayed it. Um, we've golfed a little bit, but he, he golfs with his buddies. Um, super impressed with his chipping and putting. He's, he's, uh, he's way ahead of where I was at his age, um, which is not saying much, but still impressive. Um, Saturday we had the going away kind of graduation, um, shinding, which was amazing. Um, and then yesterday was kind of tough. I actually played in a tennis match, not yesterday, I'm sorry, Sunday, um, played in tennis match and my head was so out of it. I should have X'd out. I was a mess. Um, just thinking about everything going on. And then he went in yesterday and, uh, as Tom Petty said, the waiting is the hardest part, right? So, um, I was worrying a lot about things that I couldn't control, right? Now we've talked about that, um, concern versus control. Um, but Hey, he just landed in Oklahoma city. He'll be on base before midnight and I am super proud, super, super excited. Um, but there's still a little nervousness left in me, but overall, uh, it's awesome. So, uh, yeah, life's good. We'll see what happens uh, moving forward. Nice. Now, how about you, bud? No, same old stuff. Golf game is trying to make its way back. Uh, 14 out of 18 holes doesn't really count for much, really, uh, in the whole scheme of things. Uh, spent a little time at Quantum Leap this week. Uh, had a board meeting and uh, got to spend a little time just hanging out in a place that does a lot of good for people. That's going to start doing that more. I'm going to volunteer 
uh, probably three, four hours uh, a week. Just leave my car, my phone in the car, spend a little time sidewalking and, uh, and shoveling horse shit and just kind of connecting back to the things that matter more. So uh, that was nice respite this week. And then, you know, real estate market is what it is, Sean, you know, it's uh, yep. a lot, a lot of challenges. Uh, but I, uh, we talked about this last week a little bit. We had brought a, a townhome on the market on Friday, uh, did not ask for final and best. We did not have a deadline. We had seven offers, uh, reviewed all the offers with my client, uh, the seller, went back to each buyer individually and uh, countered with terms that made sense to the to the uh, to the seller trying to show as much respect as we can to the buyer I actually got a phone call today uh, around 6:30 from a buyer that I did not represent but he asked that his agent share my number with him and he called me and asked asked me if it was okay and Is I said client sure. call you yeah. And I said, am I going to get yelled at? And he said, no, I think you'll be happy with the phone call. So I, uh, I said, sure, give him my telephone number. And if I'm going to get yelled at, you know, I'll try to be as nice as I can because buyers are being disappointed on a pretty regular basis. Right. Sure. And uh, the gentleman was as he didn't want to know what he got beat out by, uh, but he wanted to thank me for being as, as candid his word and as, communicative with his agent uh, because it was, he said he's been beat out four times and it's a, it's a $225,000 condo. This guy's trying to buy a house for the first time. Uh, and uh, he said he'd been beat out four times and not one time did his agent who he trusts get any sort of an explanation or any sort of communication with the listing agent that we were the first one that did it. Nice. For you, man. It, it, it kind of validated the whole, you know, and again, Bill, uh, it, your blog post, uh, your, excuse me, your podcast this week, eight minutes that everybody should read. Uh, you really should, man. I mean, you know, I, you know how, li- how, how, how I am not invested in blowing smoke up a Bill Rizzer's ass, but that was. <laughs> I, was I can attest the one to from that. San Antonio. Yeah. Last <laughs> week. Yeah. It was good. It was, Thanks. it was terrific. And I hadn't listened to it, uh, but you know, Treating buyers in today's market, treating the process, treating your colleagues with a little bit of respect, respect the process, don't force, rush people into doing things is definitely the best way to, to, to figure out this real estate market right now. Yeah. Uh, hey, if free plug, Carl. My, my Tampa agent. I'm just going to say that. My Tampa agent. That's mm-hmm. it. It's a lot more work for a listing agent than just saying final and best by Tuesday at two. Uh I had a lot of phone calls and a lot of conversations with people uh, right up until the beginning of the lightning game. I told two of the buyer's agents that I would talk to them in between periods. As soon as the first period of the lightning game ended, I got a phone call right away from one of them. And we had a nice conversation. Then I made a phone call to the second one. In between the second and third period, I had two more phone conversations, sent a couple of emails once the game was over. And this morning we finalized the deal that made my client incredibly happy. And we have a buyer that's very committed to walk, walking this thing right through to the end. Awesome. Good for you, Mal. Thanks for raising the bar for our industry. Cause once again, I, I talked to the audience today in Walla Walla, Washington about 
each one of us represents all of us. And that's all we can do is just understand that every single person for Todd, every single door and hardware salesman represents every single one of them. And if one of them is a loser, is an idiot, is a jerk, is a racist, is a anything, it affects all of us. And and in our business now, something as big as selling real estate, it's a little thing like taking a phone call, you know, following up. I, you know, last week, I, I think I told you, you know, seven offers on my property, which meant there's six losers. And uh, to call those agents back and tell them, hey, here's, here's, here's what happened and, you know, appreciate your offer. And here's what I might suggest you, you know, could do. And, and, you know, it's just because at some point in time, we're going to be on the other side. Right. And so um, good for you guys. I'm out Walla Walla, Washington. As I said, um, it is a massive record heat wave. I sent, I sent the guys on the, on the call here today, a picture from my car where my car said it's 151. Now it's not 151, um, but the temperature right now on the streets is 111. Um, so probably in some parts of the area, it's, probably close to 120. It is massively hot. It's only 10% humidity. So it's a little different than where Bill and, and Mal are, or Todd's out in Atlanta, but it's freaking hot. It's hot. And I, I was inside all day, thank God, uh, presenting to the Cole Banker Walla Walla group here and had a great day. Uh, but I'm excited to talk to you guys. We're, like I said, a day late because we got some hockey to talk about. We got some tennis to talk about. We got some Euro soccer, which has been fantastic. I know Todd's been kind of watching in the background every day. Uh, but we always start with, with, with titles. So we got to start guys with what was, I thought one of the most fun, thrilling golf tournaments uh, between two, what you would consider probably somewhat no names. We know the names Harris English. None of us knew the name Kramer Hickok, but man, was that travelers eight whole sudden death playoff about as thrilling as you can be. Now, guys, I was on the east. I was on the west coast watching, sitting in a bar, and I'd asked the the waitress to turn on the golf, and me and another patron were watching it. And I kept looking at my clock, thinking like, because they kept showing the previews for sixty minutes, and I kept saying like, they're going to switch off this channel and go to the golf channel. But then I remembered I was in the west coast, and so it was still before seven o'clock. But what did you guys think about? First of all, Bubba Watson threw up down his leg on the back nine. It was unbelievable how many bogeys and double bogeys he finished with a guy that's won the tournament three times. And I think after the bogey on 15, when he hit in the water and then couldn't get up, up and down bill, it looked like he almost just kind of gave up. He, he hit in the water yeah. on 17 and just 18. He bogey. hurried up and yeah, five, it was yeah. the first three bogeys, right. To finish, I think. Tried to stay out of the way, but yeah. what yeah. a, what a last hour and a half of, it sounds weird to say, but to watch two guys make seven pars in a row in some of the most thrilling fashions, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there were long putts that were lipped out that would have won the tournament, and there were long putts that were made that extended the playoff. That just kept happening over and over, it felt like, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, just missing on on, on winners and, and nailing uh, putts to keep keep it alive. A lot of fun. I, you know, look, I wish the kid would have won. I say kid, he's 29. Uh, you know, he's got quite the history on a bunch of different tours. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it was, it, it was something you couldn't turn off. <laughs> once you, once you watch the first two, three holes, you're invested. You're not going anywhere. It wasn't his time. Right. And yeah, Harris English bouncing back off of a top three backdoor finish at, at Torrey. Yeah. Uh, pretty much solidified his spot in the Ryder cup team. 
Um, Mal, Todd, Todd, I think you were kind of watching through our through our texts, yeah. Um, right? Yeah, I was uh, I was playing Sunday night tennis. Um, I'm in a league, USTA league, that starts at four. Uh, great group of guys. They, you know, we cook out. We, you know, there's some beer and tennis, and it's awesome. So I didn't have the pleasure of watching it, but boy, I lived through it through your all's, um, you know, our text string. Um, I kept asking him, like, what playoff hole are you on? You're like, <laughs> five, six, seven. It's just unbelievable. Harris English is a, uh, a UGA boy, so local yep. local favorite. He's won now three times, two, three yep. times. Yep. Um, but to me, and Bill, I hear you. You want the, the kid, 29-year-old kid to win who's never made it. But um, to me, Harris English isn't a big enough name where – I could pull um, against them. That said, after eight pulls, it's like <laughs> someone's going to have the yips or hiccup or do something great. And um, when that many holes are played, you know, whoever wins, wins, right? So um, sounds like I missed a great Sunday, but you guys did a good job uh, keeping me informed for sure. Now, what did you think of the, uh, the rotation? So, so they went, you know, if you know the course, they went 18, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 18, 18. Now I get that the fans are already in one place, but boy, to watch the video of the guys running down the hill to get to 17 green was kind of cool, wasn't it? I, I'm disappointed having played that course many times when we lived in Connecticut. 1516, right? You got to play, 15 has to be in the rotation. You, yeah, can drive I agree. The, you can drive the hole. I've seen, I don't, I shouldn't say seen, I've known people that have, that have made hole in ones on that hole from the frontees. Uh, so you put, you put, but you can also make seven in play. Yeah. You could put double bogey in play easily on 15. So 15 has to be in the rotation. Maybe you go 18, 17, 16, 15, and then 15 green and 18 T is just up the hill. One from the next. It's not that far of a walk. I would hope that they will do something different. Uh, in the in the years to come, because fifteen and even and even uh, sixteen, the par three over the water, uh, those would make for a lot of excitement. Um, hey, in all fairness, Mel, who anticipates an eight hole playoff? Right, <laughs> it's only happened five times in history. The, right. the largest, the longest was a eleven hole playoff. So, Mal, you're right though. It should have gone eighteen, eighteen because of the fans. Then it should yep. have gone 15, 16, 17, 18. Like, just goes in order. Um, because here's the, here's the problem. When they went 18, 18, 17, 18, it took them about 12 minutes to drive the guys out to 17. Right. You had to go down and around and then out 16 and around. And so, the you know, I don't know if they were making it up as they went or if they truly had it in, like, in the books. Because then it started getting to be a race to daylight, right? I mean, like, if they would have gone two more holes – it would have gone to a Monday finish and that's not what they want. Now I, I, I thought I heard them say that it was supposed to be 18, 18, 17, 18 until it was over 17, 18, 17, 18. And I thought I heard them say that they, they modified that. Uh, they walked up to guys in the fairway and said that you'd be, you know, if we tie this hole again, you're playing 18 again. We're just playing 18 now that we're done. Yeah. I thought, I thought I, I heard that as part of the, 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 the production. Uh, well, it, it was, it was just a, fun, you know, once again, I, there's a great podcast. I think I sent it to you, Mal, the, uh, 
uh, it's called the um, the PGA. Let's see what it's called. It's called the um, it's local knowledge. My golf digest. And they did an interview yep. last week with the guys from the um, from the travelers about how they kind of got stuck with this week after the U.S. Open and how they've turned it into this like amazing event where they fly the guys from the U.S. Open. But, you know, they go out and recruit the players to play in it. They take amazing care of the families. And now, you know, because you've been at a a event, you know, when Dylan played and you caddied for him, uh, where you see the level of, of service and, and concierge level approach and then 10x that for the PGA Tour, you know, they, they make these guys want to be there. And it's, it's really and cool. And they get a lot of great players. I mean, the the – the field had a lot of very good players in it. Yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of kind of the reverse John Deere, right? That that yeah has the charter yeah. flight headed over to the Open every year when they were the right. last tournament before the Open. Yeah, right. To get a few more players, and, and those most of those people are the guys trying to grind to get on. Whereas the yeah. Phils and the yeah. Tigers go over there and play the Scottish Open and you know quarantine over there for a while. Um, so congrats to uh, Harris English, uh, Kramer Hickok. It might be a name we never hear from again. Or it could be a guy that's that close that he just wasn't his time and his time's coming. Um, but boy, those lip outs were life-changing perhaps, you know, mm-hmm. to not make the masters, not make the U S open, not make the PGA. Um, let's go to the NHL boys last night, big game for you guys, uh, Mal and, 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 and Bill, uh, kind of what you wanted in the first game goals went in, uh, Kucherov played great in the goal. Um, you know, what'd you think of game one uh, against Montreal? Go ahead, Mel. Mel? Um, I was surprised. That's the first thing I'll say. I didn't think we were going to win five to one. Uh, they came out playing very, uh, uh, very differently than they played uh, the, the Islanders. Uh, and um, I, I don't think it's indicative of what's going to be happening next. I mean, Montreal is small, but they're pretty scrappy. They hit the post three times. Uh, now, if those three are an inch high, low, left or right, we still win the game. I get it. But uh, I, I, I think tomorrow night's game is going to be indicative of how, uh, how, we, uh, how we will, will, will fare. But it certainly was nice to get off to a five-to-one start. Tampa or Champa Bay is very excited for their lightning. Very excited. Uh, I thought uh, everything in Tampa was was lightning today. It was I thought cool. Anthony, including that, uh, including the lightning, because it it thundered in lightning like crazy here this afternoon. Yeah, the lightning came out um, ready to kick some ass, though. That's the most physical I've seen them in, yes. in a, early in a series. And and really, like the one goal Vasilevsky did give up right was a double ricochet off two different lightning players to go in the net. I know those, I know the other ones hit the pipe, you know, and that it could have been a a little different result, but I like to look at it the other way and go, he should have had a shutout. Um, (laughs) So. Well, he he probably, he, he could have, because you're right. That one, the one puck went in off of uh, McDonough's skate, just kind of slithered its way from the the right point uh, towards the opposite side of the goal. Yeah. So it's, I think they're, um, they're big. Like, you know, if you want to put it in perspective, it felt like that was the lightning team um, that kept getting knocked out of the playoffs. Couldn't get, couldn't get to the finals, the small, fast team. And they finally 
said, screw this. We're getting some big guys. We're bringing Maroon in. We're bringing in some bigger players that can, you know, beef up and, and kick the shit out of the Columbus Blue Jackets instead of getting swept in the first round. So it worked out very well, um, I think. And and I, you're right, Montreal's small and fast, but um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Going to be fun to watch. That's awesome. Well, they play tomorrow night, so they're kind of on an every other night uh, schedule now until it's done, right? Yeah, except for the weekend. Or do they add an extra day when they go to Canada because of the uh, yeah. curfew laws? I think, well, it's where they play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then they don't play again until Monday. There's a weird... Oh, so they, is it 2-3-2? Yeah. I don't know if it is for sure. No, it's 2-2-1-1. It's two, 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 one, one. Two, one, one. Yeah. Okay. I don't okay. know why the, the weekend, maybe just because some other sports are going on. I don't know. But I, I, I thought and, I saw that. And I'll Sean, I'll default to Advantage Tampa Bay. Because I think I read somewhere it's been many years since the Canadians have made the finals. And it seems like Tampa Bay. Yeah, 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 it's forever. And Tampa Bay has consistently been here. So it's one of those those things I think where Tampa Bay or Montreal celebrated making the finals, whereas Tampa Bay expected the finals, right? And so sometimes, you know, it's like when teams make the final four and they celebrate, like we just shot our wad, like we made the final four and then they lose. You know, so right. yeah, I think Tampa Bay, if they just play their game, if if no one does more than they need to do, you know, it Bill, are you calling a sweep or <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> call your shot, Babe Ruth. Yeah, I'll, I'm calling a sweep. Uh, one of those, one of those, uh, I'll call sweep one of those not wow. not as exciting. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna sorry, sorry, no game seven overtime, uh, this year. Yeah, we'll call sweep and. And, and, you know, remember, the players don't get any cut of the money for games five, six, and seven. So why not just win it in four and just be done? There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, NBA, um, Todd, your boys, Atlanta, jumped out to a one nothing lead in Milwaukee, uh, lost the last two, and it looks like Trey Young might be out for game four. I, I think it's going on right now. Are they – is he playing? He is out for game, he's out for game four. Uh, Lynn is up 74-54 right now in the third. Wow, uh, 20 point lead. Giannis just limped to the locker room. He's coming back out. So who knows how he's mm-hmm. doing? Um, <clears throat> listen, if you told me Trey Young's gonna be gone the entire series, I would say bet the farm on Milwaukee. But when it's one game, he was questionable literally an hour before they pulled him. Um, I think a team can rally around that, right? They, you know, yeah. just let's do it for Trey. So um, the spread jumped from six and a half to nine when he announced it. And, um, again, so, so, so far so good with three minutes and 46 seconds left in the third. Um, but all bets are off. If Atlanta can sneak a victory here and Trey comes back, um, it'll be, it'll be exciting last, uh, two or three games in Milwaukee. So, yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun. And out West Bill, your, your Phoenix Suns. um, Still have a 3-2 lead. Uh, heading back to L.A., though, um, where they could close it out. They had a chance to close it out the other night, and they lost. Um, but, uh, you know, Chris Paul trying to make his first NBA Finals. Um, Aiton and uh, Booker, you know, starting to become stars in this league. What, what's your thoughts on, yeah. you know, Kawhi, I think, is going to be back for game six? Yeah, that's that's trouble for the Suns. Um 
you know, I think if Leonard plays this whole series, it's probably over by now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, he's that much of a difference maker, but uh, you know, you never know. That's why, that's why I play the games. I think um, Dominaton, by the way, that's his nickname in Phoenix, Dominaton. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so Mal and, and Bill, let me ask you a question. Um, and Todd, jump in on this as well. But, you know, when you think back to the old school NBA days, when we used to watch and care, I don't think the four of us really watched. Todd, you're watching because you got, hometown yeah. interest and yeah you know, yes, sir. But, yeah. um when was the last time you heard of a true star a Kawhi Leonard a Trey Young sitting out because of a an injury at this point in the season is it is it is it the just the difference in the time because you know I mean how many of the guys like the the Oakleys and the and, and the uh Bill Winningtons played with you know pretty much like broken limbs you know at this point in the season and I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, it's just a difference in the game. I mean, Kawhi sat out the last three games. Sat, I'm just sat up, in the, sat up in the owner suite, right? I, I'm laser focused. I'm laser focused on the Hawks. So I, I'm not sure I know what his injury is. Um, so I, I don't want to comment, but it was a knee. I, I've, I, I've, uh, I, I said this before Jordan had his best game ever with the flu, right? Which in his day and age, yeah. he would have been quarantined, right? So, who knows? I I can't comment. I can't comment. It, supposedly, wow. Kawhi's injury is a, a sprained knee, but then then Winworth or was that when what's the guy's name on ESPN? He said sprained knee basically means a partial ACL tear in that knee. It's partial, <laughs> right? And yeah. that takes at least three to four weeks to heal. So if he's coming back in Game Six, it's only been two. Then weeks. he's he's coming then back. He's gotten up, up, right? He's yeah, coming he's got, early. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to get so it. It kind of just, I guess it just shows you that a partially sprained knee today is the same not, as it was five years ago. Not a partially they just sprained, know about it now. Not a partially sprained knee, but a fully sprained knee, which is a slight little tiny tear in the ACL. That's right. But what I'm saying is, hey. I guarantee you, Charles Oakley or oh, Bill Ambeer I, I hear you. had a partially sprained knee five years ago, 10 years ago. I'll, 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 I'll go back even knee. before that when. <laughs> When, when guys we like played, John Havlicek, rub some dirt on it, right? Yeah. Just ice it on the yeah. We're throwing some castor oil. More grumpy old dudes just bitching about how we used to be tough when we, and now they're a bunch That's of right. Suck it up. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. Let's go. I'm just Medicine saying, I guess, I don't know. Good, right? Is it the money? Is it the uh, the medical world? Like, what? Like, it just, I don't know. Just when I flipped on, you know, once again, I wasn't watching, but when I flip on and I see Kawhi sitting up in the owner's box, I'm thinking like, wow, like so, this guy's like. So I think I think technology we know no more. Back then it was just I heard a little play, and now they can isolate it and say yeah. you're going to ACL, and it's a grade one, grade two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twenty, thirty years ago, they're like, hey, it hurts if you I think can play. A part play, of it. Right? Definitely a part of it. Yeah. So, and now money yeah, has so, some yeah. good, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, interesting. Um, all right, uh, Euro Todd. Boy, it's been some good, good soccer. I mean, I, I'll, I'm going to turn the spotlight to you. I know Mal, you've been watching as well. But boy, the games have been good. Uh, there's been really no blowouts. Italy gave up their first goal in 119, or no, more than that, like a massive amount of time. Uh, but yeah. they're moving on. The, 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 the elite eight's looking pretty strong, isn't it? Yeah, it has not disappointed. So. Um... Normally, the format is Euro happens in the even years, um, every four years. 
and um, the World Cup happens every so. They basically every four years you have two years Euro, two years World Cup, same as the Copa America. So I'm glad that it's they're calling the Euro 2020 because they missed last year, but they're not going to skip a beat. Um, European soccer is arguably the best soccer there is, right? So you have the best teams in the world, and um, it's come down to the final, the Elite Eight, and they bounce through group stages. Um, the top two of every group advance, and the top four third-place teams advance. And Group F was considered the group of death, right? This is the they, – they always allocate yeah, someone as a group of death. So it was France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. So long story short – no, none of those teams advanced to the lead eight, right? So the group of death, uh, they may have beat each other up. So long story short, uh, the last three or four round of 16 games went into extra time. One of them went into a uh, penalty kick situation. Um, so, yeah, just just super great soccer. So we have um, Switzerland, Spain, Belgium, Italy, Czech Republic, Denmark, um, and Ukraine, England um, coming up. So uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, good. England, England beat Germany today? They yep. did, 2 nothing. yes. Yeah. Wow. So Pivot, they have a little thing called Copa America, which is the South American tournament. So in my opinion, only European soccer is very technical. Copa American soccer is very good, but more passionate spirited um they have 10 teams um and four four each in the group so eight team eight teams out of 10 advance so fs1 has Copa america espn has euro 20 just tune in it's it's amazing mal fill fill me in help me out what am i missing you pretty much covered it uh, there you I go i haven't watched any of the the america up just a euro, uh, and it's been it's been fun to watch. They're good players. The uh, um, the England team played really well today. Yeah. I didn't expect them to do as well against Germany as they did, uh, and it was a, 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 I don't want to say a simple two nothing win, but uh, Germany really never put a lot of pressure. At least the most of the game that I saw, listened to some of it in the car and. Uh, saw the rest of it when I got home. Uh, England was never really in trouble in that game, and I kind of expected it to be a little closer. That's a snake-bitten England national team, and uh, they got an easy – I don't want to say easy path, but they have a favorable draw to to make the finals. So should be fun. Yeah, it, it's been – you know, Todd, it's funny how many of my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram friends are – you know, have some sort of skin in the game because of their love for EPL or some sort of soccer. But it's it's really kind of cool to watch, you know. And then obviously every bar in every city in America, Bill, you probably see it in Tampa, Tampa and St. Pete. You know, like there's there's England bars and there's Portugal bars, you know. So um, so this goes two more weeks. And then, Todd, is it, what's, the, what's the final called? Is it called something like Euro 2020 Super Bowl or like, you know, I think it's just the championship game. It's uh, July 11th is the uh, when it when it finishes. It's the finals. I think it's called the Euro 2020 finals. Okay, uh, good. July 11th. Yeah. Um, stay overseas, Bill. You put you in the spotlight. Uh, Wimbledon mm. is started, 
And uh, big news today. I'll let you, I'll let you kind of break the the big news today. Yeah, Serena uh, not feeling well. A little uh, twist of a, a knee or an ankle, uh, and had yep. to retire from her match. So out in the first round, that you know, look, her Venus played today. By the way, at age 40, 41. Wow, <laughs> so it's thirty-eight yeah. or 30, 39. <clears throat> So it's. Uh, it's it's amazing to see him out there, but yeah, not going to be a part of it. Federer was behind another old guy. He was behind in his match to uh, Marinetti or Marini or is an Italian guy, and he was uh, he, uh, he the the Italian was hurt as well. Slipped on a slick spot on the grass and actually uh, had to retire from the match as well. So I think one of I the, think he uh, retired in the fifth team. set, Bill. He retired in the fifth set, but he. Had, he twists his knee in the fourth set. Fourth, right? He was trying. He just couldn't keep going. Yeah, he was trying hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they twisted uh, knee or partial partial tear of the knee. I'm missing. No, <laughs> was, they didn't. They haven't. They hadn't done the MRI yet. So right. It's By the pretty, way, did, it's did they do MRIs in the seventies? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. 80s, yeah. They just put I mean, on I'm tape. Gonna... They just put tape on. Yeah. Anthony, I'm not a tennis aficionado by any stretch of the imagination. I like it, yeah. but it's pretty sad when the world's greatest grass court tennis tournament needs Sean Carpenter to take care of the lawn. You're, you're missing the point, Anthony. I, I saw that. Like I didn't shit. want to comment. I wanted to wait till tonight. It is I tried, one, Bill. I tried one to of help the, out. It's one of the finer intricacies of the game of tennis on grass, especially a tournament of this size with 128 players, 128 players starting in the singles for men and women. So there's a lot and there's a lot of courts, right? But it's part of the it's part of the beauty of the match and it's part of understanding. So they 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 scrape the those every one of those courts down to bare dirt and start over every year when the tournament's over and grow it up fresh. And then the first thing the players have to do is figure out what's the grass playing like this year because it could be slightly different from the year before or the the tournament they played before. The other part of it is that place where it wears out on the baseline is absolutely going to happen no matter who's the ground. Sure, every, every year. Yeah, every it year. has to. And then you've got to be learning how to play during the tournament over the two-week stretch. What is it like on that turf back there? What is it like on the dirt? How you know? First of all, not as slick. You can't slide, right? So there's different. There's all kinds of different. It's part of the. It's part of the beauty of the game. It's like on a golf course. Is a rough five inches or two inches, and it changes everything the way they, the the golf is played. So, I think it's I, so I love the beauty for me and Todd. You know this. If I'm like just up on the TV and go, oh, they're definitely at the end of week two. Yeah. <laughs> In that highlight, it, it, the, the baseline will be so brown. Yeah, by it's the awesome. end of the tournament, by the end of the fortnight, but they mow it the same way every day, kind of like yeah. golf, right? They mow it the yeah. same way, but it's un. Uh, Mal, you have to think of this. Unlike any other tournament, it is a living, breathing surface, right? Yeah. Unlike, I, I get grass. I, I understand it's not astroturf, but, <laughs> but I'm saying that's what the, in, tennis, it's, let, let's, in tennis. Let's that's what let's makes be it a little bit more right? creative with the with the cutting of the, with the pattern there. That's you're you're, and, you're talking about a tournament where they won't let the players wear colorful outfits. I they, they, wear white. they ask right, them to right. all wear white, and the, and they the players don't have to. They could wear whatever the hell they want, but they comply. Them they comply yeah. White. yeah, it's just a tradition in the in the customs and the just the, the fortnight of, of Wimbledon. 
Hey, Bill, I think you and I and Mal and Todd all know if the Masters said we weren't going to wear black pants and white shirts, they'll all do it. The players would wear black pants and white shirts. They right? Would. It's just, they would. Yeah. Well, their sponsors might say, make sure there's logos on every inch of the pants. But um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, uh, it, just, just, it's going to be interesting, Bill, because over the next, you know, obviously it's, it's one of those tournaments that when it ends on the 4th of July or around the 4th of July, it's always kind of cool. And, you know, um, there's been some historic matches, you know, finished on the 4th of July. I don't think there'll be an American competing at the uh, 4th of July. I mean, Coco Gauff. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think I um, think Joker ties uh, the other boys. That's possible. Totally possible. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, really quickly, guys, College World Series. We're in the middle of game. We, we recorded this a bit late. Uh, there's a rain delay. But it looks like uh, – oh, good play there. Uh, Mississippi State leads 4-1. to one. In the third with one out, they just got a force at third. Uh, so it's runners, two runners on, one out. Uh, Mississippi State needs to win to advance. Uh, tough, tough one last night. They gave up seven runs in the bottom of the first. Mm. Um, and it's just tough to play against a great pitcher like like Jack Leiter, Al Leiter's son. Uh, As a Braves fan, I know how that feels. Giving up ten to St. Louis in the yeah, right in that that first inning, CS right, just yeah. tough, right. But Todd, I I just I gotta hope that tonight and tomorrow night we get to see our boy from uh, from South Forsyth, right? High school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Sims. story, man. Logan yeah, Sims, he yeah. went to South, and now he's the closer for Mississippi State. I mean, it's and awesome. and will be for years as long as he doesn't get drafted, right? But I mean, probably I could see him maybe the next couple of years. You, know, you never know in college. Either they stick around or they go to the pros. Who knows, right? Yeah. Any other sports to cover, boys? I know we want to get a tight show tonight because yes. late for you guys on the East Coast. Shoei Otani hit home run. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot, about, I forgot to mention baseball, Bill, yeah. 27 and 28 tonight. He, he did he hit two more tonight? Two more tonight, yeah. He has 28 home he, runs. Leads the major league. He's not league. just leading the, the American League. He's leading Major League Baseball. All Major League Baseball. And he's starting against the Yankees tomorrow at Yankee Stadium. He's going to hit and pitch tomorrow. That's that's it's worse. hard not to root, root for that guy. It's you hard gotta watch, to gotta watch tomorrow night, which means wow. I don't know if you know this, but I, I'm pretty sure I got this right because he's pitching, bless you, and because he's pitching and hitting, the the DH is gone for the Angels. They they have to their pitcher has to hit the rest of the way. If he comes out of the game, that slot is now the pitcher. Oh, is that the rule in the American I think League? So yeah, parts? I'll have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's uh, you know. Like he can't wow, stay in, he can't stay a, in and hit as the DH if he comes out as the pitcher. Very interesting. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Bill, could they do a double switch? Could they double switch and keep him in the game as a as a DH? Nope. Outfielder, maybe? No. I don't think so. I don't think wow. so. I think there's I think there's a so they can't role. bring in a pitcher for an infield player and just assign him to the pitcher spot. Well, yeah, I don't know that, Sean. So yeah. they're saying, they're saying our, the oh, DH is me, our pitcher. Let me, let me, let me go to yeah. my magical uh, Google machine. Well, but, yeah, but this is such a weird thing, right? It no, is, but that's it is a weird hit. A weird like, I just didn't realize that if you take him out as a pitcher, he can't stay in the game as a hitter. Yeah. If they just reassign him a position. That's very nationally. If he doesn't, if he doesn't come out of the game, he can still hit. If he goes from yeah, pitcher they, to he'd outfield, have to go to the outfield, he right? Double hit. switch. Yeah. Well, yeah, like if yeah. they move him to shortstop, I they guess. And, he's not a shortstop. He's not an outfielder. He's an outfielder. They they yeah. could put him at first base, but uh, oh, first base, my bad. Yeah, that'd be the place to put him. But you don't want to get him hurt. I mean, you know, this guy's too bad. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, very impressive. And then you saw Tatis is out for the uh, home run derby, but the kid from Colorado, the cancer survivor, yeah. uh, shortstop, got into the to slot. So, you know, home run derby in Colorado might take hours, right? Oh, my gosh. It could. It'll be fun to watch Shoei of all, all people. Is that next week? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's next next to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I think you're – no, yeah, it might be the week after. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was the, the – Kevin and I were at the last All-Star game in Colorado for the Home Run Derby. <laughs> uh, Kevin was five. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. So, all right, let's go around the horn. Uh, Mal, what do you got coming this week? A short week. Going to look to play some golf on Friday. Uh, got a chiropractor's appointment Friday late afternoon. Try to get my hips straight. Um, other than that, we have uh, – uh, we're, we're beginning – actually, Sean, I'd love to get your opinion on this. We're starting a uh, – uh, a direct mail campaign uh, in in two weeks. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna direct mail again to probably about forty five hundred five thousand homes. Just as okay. a, uh, not so much. We just sold a house. We just listed a house, but more informational kinds of postcards. And uh, uh, we're working on putting that campaign together. Uh, the remainder of the week, and uh, we're going to enjoy the Fourth uh, of July weekend. It'll be nice. Nice, nice. Todd, how about you, bud? So, uh, business as usual, work-wise, um, I'll keep it short and simple on the personal front. Um, never been more proud, excited, eighty-five percent, and terrified, fifty percent. Uh, with my son going into the army at Fort Sill, Oklahoma right now. Um, but I'm challenging myself that he has a little sister who's going to 11th grade and we got to pay attention to her. Um, she misses yeah. big brother and um, we're going to, we're going to uh, focus on what we can, uh, we can. So super excited about the future. Um, happy, glad, proud, all the above. So uh, can't wait to uh, have a great week. Uh, viewing sports and um, being a family man at the same time. So awesome. That's awesome. Good for you, Todd. And, and shout out to, to Scotty. And I know, I know your daughter will do just fine finding your own personality there without Scott over her shoulder. So Bill, how about you, bud? A great, great podcast this morning. Why don't you tell the people who's on it? Cause it was such a fun listen on my walk this morning out in the wilderness. Um, I was, I was like, pumping my fist when she said the team she was really a fan of. Yeah. So Christina Kusick, who uh, lives in Baton Rouge in Louisiana. Um, Baton Rouge. And, oh, I mean, Baton, Baton Rouge. And we were talking, we talked Kane's chicken fingers. We talked about some really important stuff. And we, I said, wow, to be a Tiger fan, I see you went to LSU. And she said, yeah, I'm really a Gator fan. I went, what? I think I did I kind of exploded on that because I, you did. Yeah. You did. I, I, I was no shocked. Idea I, was I was shocked. I said that there's no way. And she said, 
I just, I spent some time in Daytona as a kid and, you know, Gainesville was right down the road. So I just kind of started following. It was like a dream school for her. Yeah. Yeah. So she couldn't, she didn't, it didn't work out for her to go to Florida. So that's why she went to LSU, but she was a, she's a Gator fan. It was just great. I go and, and she wears her colors to the LSU game. Yeah. Home games. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's like me wearing my Gator stuff in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. When she found out that she could rattle people it would felt even more hey if a here it is uh the dh must be selected prior to the game and that selected hitter must come to bat at least one time unless the opposing team changes pitchers blah 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 a team that chooses not to select a dh prior to a game is barred from using a dh for the rest of the game um a player who enters the game in place of the dh either as a pinch hitter or pinch runner becomes a dh in his team's lineup thereafter and that's in place of a dh yeah so if you if you don't select a dh you can't have a DH the rest of the game. Okay, so, so they're unless, basically saying unless, the pitcher is going to hit. Unless Otani went to first or something, right? Unless Otani right. stayed in the game. My guess is you wouldn't keep him in the game just for injury issues. But every right. subsequent pitcher that comes in the game is a hitter. <laughs> it's just a wow. weird rule. Yeah. But can so, you choose your catcher to be the DH instead no, of a pitcher? No. No, there is no DH. How do you a pitcher? A DH can't take a defensive. No, because the pitcher, the pitcher will be in the batting order. Yeah, the yes, pitcher okay. will be the – yeah. Yeah. So he'll be the fourth pitch. He'll be the fourth I'm a batter. League boy, boy. I'm I am too. He'll be, he'll be the fourth. He'll be yeah. the fourth batter instead of the ninth batter. Like, yeah, like a, the a DH can anything. never take a defensive position in the field ever. So it's always a pitcher thing, right? Well, you. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. No. You know, Otani's as good as he is. Could you make? No, you can't. You can't because the pitcher. Yeah, the, the DH is always a pitcher thing, Todd. You're absolutely right. Okay. You can't yeah. you can't DH for some other position. We can't say catcher's catching, he's never hitting. We have DH for the catcher. Uh, no, you can't do that. Don't you know, I don't think you why can. though? I don't understand why. <laughs> it says the, the rule. DH the pitcher plays defense, right? The pitcher plays defense. Yes, he does. We need to research and revisit this next. No, we don't. Year. No, we don't, because my head hurts already. So I'm out. <laughs> you can, no, what, what do you got this week, bud? What's going on with great my agent? I was close enough. I'm happy. <laughs> and Anthony was right too. So we're good. All right. Um, Sean, what about you? Hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm finishing up here. I, tomorrow I'm going to, I got kind of a, a travel day, which is kind of fun. I'm going to get up early, probably walk here in Walla Walla before the heat. And then I'm going to drive up through the Snake River Canyon, see Palouse Falls, get into Spokane tomorrow night. Um, and, uh, and just enjoy, you know, Probably some local breweries up there. Fly home on Thursday. Thursday's just an all-day travel day from the West Coast to the East Coast. kind of kills the whole day. Uh, nothing you can really do about that. Um, and then I got some out-of-town clients. I got a lot of golf this weekend. Um, and looking forward to a, just a, what I'm hoping is going to be a great July. Just booked my flight to go down to Tampa. Uh, unfortunately, Bill, it's while you're out of town. So me and Mal going to get out on the town, get on the golf courses, and yeah. visit some local craft breweries. and meet the uh, servers and, and, and do all that. Um, but just a, just a, just a fun day today with my friends at Cole Banker Walla Walla. Thanks to Dennis and the team. Uh, just one of those days where, you know, I was in a, a little theater uh, called the powerhouse theater that Dennis, the Cole Banker owner owns out here. And it's like a uh, exact replica of one of Shakespeare's theaters in England. Hmm. Um, so to be in like a theater like that where the acoustics are amazing. The, you know, it's probably one of the coolest, like most visually stunning presentations I have. And to see it like on a 60 by 40 screen uh, behind me, pretty cool. Yeah. So just a fun day. So guys, I have one, 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 
quick comment. You're in Spokane. You're less than an hour from Coeur d'Alene. I know, yeah, I've been there. Worth the drive if you can do it. Go over to Coeur d'Alene, yeah, go to the golf course. If I leave early enough, I might I might swing over there just to drive around. But yeah. in Spokane, I've, I've been to, I've been to Gonzaga campus, and I, you know, yeah. always cool. And uh, we'll see what I got to do tomorrow. So, cool. but you know, it's just a a fun day. And um, listen, guys, I appreciate you guys hanging out late with me tonight because it's still early for me. Uh, we'll log off. You guys will go to bed, and I'll I'll go grab dinner. So, um, <laughs> on behalf of Todd and Anthony and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Stare Down.